thousands of people we saw lined up in in Yola to vote in these elections. What's their mood like today um, uh, following Buhari's win? Mm. Uh, well, you know, despite the um, insurgency in the northeast and, uh, you know, internally displaced people, um, Adamawa State had a decent turnout uh, on the polls on Saturday. And, uh, you know, um, they voted. Adamawa State was a close call between uh, the, the ruling People's Democratic Party and APC, which have now won. But uh, last night, having gone around until very late, there were lots of, uh, you know, jubilation on the streets. Um, you know, in, 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 this, in, this, in this part of the world, there's usually not much movement after, after, after sunset. Uh, it's been one of the states that had a curfew uh, because of the, north, because of the uh, violence in the northeast. But there were lots of people out in the streets. They were stopping cars. They were holding banners. And uh, you know, shouting slogans in support of their of of their candidate. In fact, the celebration started pretty much early uh, yesterday, just before around six or seven, before sunset. People were already on the streets, and uh, you know, erupted into celebration. But this is pretty much uh, you know, this is this is not unusual for the north or the northeast. The northeast and the north in general uh, voted massively. Uh, in favour of uh, the All, Pro- uh, All Progressive uh, Congress, which we have now, which we now know have have won the election, the presidential and senatorial at least. Yeah, mm. uh, Lionel, what what issues do Nigerians want the incumbent to prioritise now? Mm. You know, it's so funny because I was talking to one one of the uh, editors here at Go South Africa, and uh, during the election. We didn't get much of the issues, uh, you know, that Nigerians were grappling with, uh, you know, uh, while they were facing the election. It was usually a popularity contest, um, and and overwhelmingly uh, about change. Uh, candidates would come to packed stadiums, shout a few slogans, say a few words, and move on. But I think, you know, insecurity in the northeast is the number one priority uh, that that people are worried about. People. People want Boko Haram to be completely dealt with and shut down. That's the that's big thing, you know. Um, perceptions of corruption is another one. Um, people believe that uh, development has, has been stunted, particularly in the north of the country, because of uh, massive looting, or perception of massive looting. Uh, General Muhammad Buhari came on, uh, you know, he campaigned very heavily on the ticket of fighting corruption. So people are expecting that. Um, you know, and, and, and generally, you know, in, in Africa, people believe politics has, has, has the uh, capacity to change their lives completely. So people are expecting, expecting prosperity, they're expecting their lives to be changed, and, um, and that is why they're happy, because they sincerely believe that politics is the way, uh, you know, is the way out of their world, the way out of their, their miserable existence, if, if, if that's what they're going through. These were the first rounds of elections now over. There's a second round of elections still to take place in 11 days from now. Is Boko Haram considered a threat with Bahari at the helm? You know, with, 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 you know, with, with, with regards to that, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. Um, the military, remember the uh, presidential and senatorial elections were postponed for six weeks, and they, uh, the government of Goodluck Jonathan said that 
uh, you know, the service chiefs cannot guarantee the safety of Nigeria. And so there was a big push to, to defeat Boko Haram. Uh, I can tell you now that in all the states, Yobe, Ademawa, and Borno, Boko Haram uh, have been pushed out of those towns that they had, you know, taken over. So that has been taken care of. Many people were saying tongue-in-cheek that that was, uh, you know, possibly an election ploy. But now that he's lost the election, that is uh, President Goodluck Jonathan, well, well, what's going to happen with regards to that? It's really anybody's guess. But for now, the, uh, you know, gubernatorial elections and the state House of Assembly elections are scheduled for the 11th of April. And uh, hopefully the momentum of these elections, because everybody's, uh, commending Nigeria for the for the for the uh, successful elections. Hopefully, the momentum of the successful elections will carry through right until uh, April 11. But uh, security remains a big problem, um, mm. and you know, in in one of the states, uh, I think it was Borno State, uh, people were attacked allegedly by Boko Haram fighters uh, while they were voting. So it is an issue, and uh, it's something that we have to watch very carefully. Lionel Lickman. Skink is a GoTel Africa TV journalist in Yola this afternoon. That's the capital of the northeast Adamawa state in Nigeria. A jubilant mood, Lionel tells us, following the uh, election of Muhammadu Buhari. To further discuss this, we're joined on the line by independent political analyst uh, Dr. Richard Roja. Thanks for do- joining us, Doc. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. I think a lot of South Africans are going to, you know, be asking the questions, you know, why are we even bothering to talk about Nigeria? Why should South Africans care, Doc? Oh, well, I think uh, uh, you answer the question yourself uh, by saying that, uh, by noting that Nigeria is the biggest economy in Africa, uh, the most populous country in Africa, if not the most populous black country in the world. So it is a very large market, it's a very important continent, a very important country on the continent. And so that is why everybody is glued, you know, to television, trying to understand and know, uh, you know, follow what is happening in Nigeria at the moment. I can understand why it might be interesting from that point of view, but but what is it that's going to make South Africans really stand up and take notice of this new leader, what he plans to do? I mean, how, how are we related to anything that goes on in Nigeria today? Well, all Africans, we are one in several ways, you know. Uh, I remember going back to the days of the struggle in South Africa. All Africans, we are involved, you know, in different, in different ways and different in a, in a capacities. But this is the same thing happening. We are looking to see a continent that is vibrant, a country where democracy thrives in everything we can come. And South Africa has also been a good example of democratic practices in recent past. And... Uh, uh, they, they would like to see the you know, countries, uh, their experiences repeated in different countries, uh, such as Nigeria. Although many people tend to see the two countries as competitors, but I do not think I do not think it I do not think it, it should be seen in that in, in that way. Uh, we are all Africans, and we are concerned about the development of the continent, politically, economically, socially, and this is why South Africans I think are interested in what is happening in Nigeria. Mm. I mean, you heard what the uh, reporter Lionel Skink in, in, in Yola had to say. He's been discussing this with other reporters, and many think in Nigeria it's a bit of a popularity contest who gets to win these elections. I mean, w- would you agree that Muhammadu Bahari has the, the right qualities to lead this country into a better future? 
Well, it can never, it can never just from a distance judge somebody without him taking the position in the first place. Remember, this was a military leader for almost two years in Nigeria, and he did have displayed certain leadership qualities. In the Nigerian politics, Abuara has been around. This is the fourth time he is contesting the the the, 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 the presidential election. And uh, going back to his military days, he did, he did make a, a several achievements, uh, which Nigerians still remember. And he's one Nigerian, past Nigerian leader that nobody has come to accuse of corruption. And that also is one of the, his integrity added so much uh, to his election. And his popularity, popularity in most cases, did not win election. But I think the certain qualities that he has displayed in the past that still endear him so much to so many people... Now, his election as our leader. He does have some leadership attributes, although coming from a military background, the years of service as a director of, uh, as chairman of the Nigerian National Petroleum Trust Fund, he's been minister of, uh, minister of petroleum in the past, and as a minister of petroleum, Buhari has no oil work. And this singular act of integrity, this singular act of uh, not having any corrupt past, you know, it's one thing that so many people, you know, uh, considered in this election cycle and said that maybe this is the man we need. Under President Jonathan Goodluck, we saw that corruption increased in the country, and a lot of people that have voted for him you know, in the last in that presidential election distanced themselves from him this time around because they believe that he, he, could, he should have done something, he should have done better in the area of fighting corruption. And mm-hmm. they believe that Buhari, having displayed this scenario, uh, uh, you know, behaviors, uh, disciplined uh, uh, behaviors in the past will, of course, deliver us, uh, you know, from this quagmire of uh, corruption that has dogged us for a very long time.